Hey everybody, welcome to the Mayfair Theatre Podcast. This is Josh. I am the only regular host here again two weeks in a row. Last week was Toronto, and it was great. If you have a chance before, I think January or February 2018, go see the Gamble del Toro exhibit. It was fantastic. While I was there, also checked out the Flophouse podcast live, which was also great. And now back in Ottawa, but everyone's just busy. Lee is exhausted from a very busy week, which we'll talk about a bit later. So we're in my kitchen. You'll probably hear a dog eating food later. And I'm joined for the second time by a couple of my friends. Introduce yourselves. It's Drunky Brewster. Hello, I'm April. It's ladies' night. It's ladies' night on the Major podcast. ladies' night! From Josh's kitchen. Yeah, that's the, what ladies love. Ladies love, obviously, Little Cool J. And ladies love Josh's Kitchen. JK. LLJK. LLJK. So I went to see Lucky the other day, a couple days ago. It was great. It was a weekday afternoon. There was a handful of older folks there. It was my favorites. It was a decent crowd. Really good movie. And I looked to my left, and there's a woman playing solitaire on her phone. (laughs) No! (laughs) And it caught my eye first, and I thought, oh, there's a woman checking her text or whatever. And then even from that distance... My brain went, she's playing cards. God. So that's what we've come to now. I'm so sad for is, her. Is a grown-up. Somebody, she looked like could have, she's not listening to this, but she looked yeah. like she no. could have been a grandma. Yeah. Was sitting this there grandma. watching an acclaimed movie featuring Why? the dearly departed dearly. Harry Dean Stanton. David Lynch is on the screen. Show it some respect. And I went over, and she was very Canadian right away, but I was like, we don't allow phones in here, especially yeah. you can't just be playing games in here. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll turn it off. Fine. But that she just thought that was cool. I, why did she leave the house, though? Like, why did she pay money? Yeah. Because you, the movie's not free. Why did she pay money to go sit in the dark surrounded by other people and play solitaire? Well, truthfully, solitary is better in the dark because those that green felt really pops oh. from the backlit screen. But she could stay home where it's dark. Yeah, because she doesn't have electricity. Yeah. <laughs> she got no electricity. And I never thought we'd come to this because we have such great patrons. And I'm not saying this because that's the only people who listen to this is patrons of the Mayfair. But we need like a sign. We need a turn off your phone. And we were trying to think of something funny, because I'm sure there's some humorous thing out yeah. there. Like, I wanted I wanted a photo of Michael Bay on a phone, and with, like, with like <laughs> and a... And then would you blow it up? With, with like, a no-smoking thing style. through him, you know? No, no Michael Bays, no phones in the Mayfair. Yeah. A little while ago for uh, Taika Waititi's last movie, they did an actual little don't yeah. talk on the phone they thing. Did, there was one with, like, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Well. It's fake, though, or it's, yes, like... Yes, it's very fake. They just took clips of the, just, the yeah. movie... To like make a kind of like a please be respectful of other patrons, mm-hmm. but it's like so cobbled together. I was like, no, I've seen this in the trailer. Yeah, yeah it's the same. They have one with La La Land that I remember because you know in La La Land they go to the movies, uh, <laughs> and then the movie like catches on fire and they have to leave. And so it's like that part where like they're about to kiss and then like they both start looking around, but in the movie it's because there's a fire, but in the commercial it's like because a phone is ringing and then they're like, ugh. Someone on Twitter said take a picture of her and put it up in the box office no. and don't let her in. And I was like, genuinely, I was like, I think that'll lead to a lawsuit. <laughs> I think that's some form of shame or harassment. I, th- I don't know. But I said, I said, I told her and hopefully it'll, end. but it's just, it's almost maybe like we're getting more and more people who haven't been there before. Oh. Maybe more people coming from the great multiplex outdoors. 
you okay. know, coming to visit us. You can't do that in any theater. No. No. And But people do do it in every theater. Well, not if I'm around. Oh, I, I just... It's never right. It's never... I'm even, I'm even finicky. People will keep their phones on right up to the 11th hour. Yeah. So it's like trailer number three, and they're yeah. still no, browsing. I, do. I, I don't... Like, if I see someone doing that, and I'm at the movies, I don't say anything yet. Yeah. I give, I'm I, waiting to the... I, oh, yeah. Movie I'm preparing starts. my birds. <laughs> ready. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. So it's... Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But that's that just came to mind as something I want to whine about on the internet. <laughs> but... So, Duly noted. Feel bad for her. Yeah. So she, I don't. I hope she, she rots in she hell. Have in her well, life? Almost every time, everyone's very Canadian and apologizes and looks sheepish. Recently, there's been a couple people who fight back and are like, "Oh, my ringer's off," or "Oh, it's dim," or whatever. And you're like, "No, no." No. <laughs> well, also, I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, you own the place. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's not up to you. You're somewhere else. Like, it's the same as being, I don't know, it's like the same as going to someone's house and they're like, and because we're Canadian, we don't wear shoes, but if you went to an American's house and they were at like a weird family and didn't wear shoes, yeah. you're like, oh, we don't we don't wear shoes in the house. And you just wore your shoes in anyway. Right. You're like, fuck your just rules. Just walk <laughs> around with dog shit all yes. over their carpet Fucking and stuff. mud and snow. No. Just wander in the house with that. It's madness. Um, so, Lee isn't here right now because he's exhausted because... Because. So, we have room 100... Damn, girl. Coming up in December. So logic would dictate people like zeros. I love zeros. They love 20th anniversaries. They don't care about 21st. But 100 you know. is But 100 is beautiful. something. 100 is a beautiful round number. As fate would have it, month 100 is happening in December, which oh. isn't a great time to book a guest. As double fate would have it, James Franco happened to direct a movie that is shockingly critically acclaimed mm-hmm. and might end up with an Oscar nomination or two. Which is also coming out in December. So that means a lot of the gang are busy. So Greg Sestero said he could come in November. And he couldn't even come on the weekend. He could only come during the week. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is we're celebrating Room 99. Oh. Which yeah. I think is almost... Canadian! Yeah. Canadian we're we're going to retire the jersey up in the rafters. But it seems appropriate to celebrate the wrong month for the room. Yes. Like, like a movie that... It's very the room. That should not be celebrated. It's not the wrong month. So it's November's a great month to celebrate. We're doing four things within three days, and some of these will have some encores in the near future if you can't do all this stuff. So Greg's gonna no, Greg's no, gonna be here for no. three days. Clear your schedule. Do guys. everything. Clear your schedule. Call in sick to work. You do not want to miss. And and it's it's no. historic. You're gonna get to say you were at this like the Mayfair is the only theater insanely enough that has done this nobody's close to us in screening this horrible movie this many times <laughs> so first best friends and the r has a little bracket around it so it's best, best friends best, best fiends. fiends it's a new film and i never thought this movie would happen because last time greg and tommy were in town i thought it was done like they didn't seem to be talking on stage you know mm-hmm. it's written by greg starring tommy and greg and it's a new film. It's their reunion after... The Room is 2003. Wow. So it's been quite some Dang. time. So that's the Canadian premiere of that film. Greg's going to be in attendance, and we have that on Sunday the 26th, and then on Tuesday, the following Tuesday at 7 o'clock. After that will be The Room with Greg in attendance at 9.30, a rare early showing of that movie. Then on Monday the 27th, it's called An Evening Inside the Room. It's going to be a script reading, a documentary, book signing, a whole yeah. bunch of stuff with Greg. It should be a lot of fun. Greg's really fun. good with the crowd. 
and I think he's going to do a, a script reading with some fans and answer questions. and Exclusive. Exclusive, yeah. Oh. But the real thing, and I want to talk about this because Lee doesn't spend a lot of time online. And he was like, it'll be fine. And, no. and I said, no, I'm going to be answering questions yes. every day for a no. month. Yes. But he said, let's put it out there so people know it's coming. So on Monday the 27th, the disaster artist. Dang. Save the dates. Yes. So here's the catch with the save the date. You can't buy tickets. Not yet. It's at all. What we were hoping for. <laughs> what are you saying? What we were hoping for was initially they were just going to let us screen it a couple times. Yeah. As a thank you to the Mayfair and okay. the patrons. What it is is this is going to be a screening just like the multiplexes have when you go to see it four or five days early. Oh. So this is the promo screening. It's a special advanced screening. So when we first heard that, I said to Lee, great, do you want me to wrangle this? Like, I know people at Targ and Black Squirrel. I know yeah. who all our A-plus nerd patrons are. Me. We can, yeah, April wants to go. <laughs> Drunky wants to go. Yep. As it stands now, we got no tickets. So I'm upset because... Where? I'm hoping it's not going to be 325 sports radio listening guys who don't know what the room is, Energy but just want to go to a free movie. Yeah. yeah. That'll be a real disappointment for them. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. I don't think the studio will be that dumb. I think maybe 50-50 or something. And it's not like we're not all going to go. So yeah. we're going to tell them, like, give away... 200 tickets. Give away 100 tickets. We're going to be able to fill the place. Absolutely. So if you look at the website, if you look at Facebook, it says, advanced screening, yeah. please be patient, we'll let you know. Yeah. And people do no, not people read. People don't read. People must be losing they their They are losing their mind. I've been watching the thread. Hilarious. And then people <laughs> don't... People think... And, and I, I say this all the time. I don't know how a restaurant works. I don't know how right. a shoe store works. I don't expect people to know how a theater works. But people are begging me. And they're like, can you please screen it an extra night? Can you please do this? Can you no. And I was like, He's we don't have a choice. He's <laughs> like, not I was like, That's not how it works. This is the powers that be have given us this one night. And then, not to talk about the multiplex, it comes out in theaters that following Friday. Okay. So we're also going to ride those coattails and we're going to play Best Friends yeah. and The Room again that weekend. Yeah. So in a very short period of time, yeah. Room okay. 100 will hit a week later, but it's still a new month. Yeah. So then we will get Disaster Artists back as soon as we can. And that all depends on what happens. Because, like, one of the movies we're screening this upcoming week is Battle of the Sexes. Oh, yes. That only came out last month. So we got that within a month. Yeah, Yeah. nice. A giant film like The Force Awakens, we still got pretty quick, but it was, was, we had it for March break. So it came out at Christmas, we had it March break. That's not so bad. So I told people, we're going to get it again for sure, but... You can't say when. You would think, in a perfect world, they would go, oh, you guys have this crowd... People in the multiplex don't know what the hell this is. No. Just let us screen it normally. Let us screen it at 7 and 9 for a week. We would do so well. You we would, would make do so them well. money. So we'll... Yeah, but, compared to like 150. Yeah. it's it, Well, that that's happened and before. Canadian is such a small... Canada is a super small market. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's... They don't care about us. Yeah. We're, Start we're, caring about Canada, please. Yeah. You're going to need to come up here when everything <laughs> goes to pot down there yep we see you eyeing those immigrations speaking of that <laughs> april and i went to see the flophouse podcast yes, live in toronto yeah, it's funny talking about this to you in front of a microphone but a while back we were joking back and forth and you said you can't become friends with somebody over twitter you can't do that <laughs> oh, so natalie jokes on you oh cut to the flophouse <laughs> meet all the guys 
lovely, give them their fake Mayfair gold cards. They thought it was hilarious. Cute. Nice. And I have an hour-long-plus conversation with one of the hosts about Muppets. Wow. And Canada. And he works on Miss Science Theater, so we talked about that. And he was like, if you're ever in L.A., you look me up. Well, you know. And then Stuart, who owns a bar in Brooklyn, Gwen and I are going to New York in November. We're going to go and see him at his bar in Brooklyn. Cool. So now I'm friends with people I met on Twitter. Are you friends? We're best of friends. Okay. We're exchanging birthday cards. They, got, uh-huh. they actually got matching tattoos. I knew it. When I was introduced to Stuart by my friend Tom, who has drawn stuff for the Flophouse, oh, nice. Stuart looked at me and went, Josh, and gave me like a handshake hug. Because he knew me from Twitter conversations. I wanted you to bring it in. Yeah. Whoa. Physical contact. He's he's the sexy one. I was going to introduce April, but they bailed to go get to the bar faster. Yeah. (laughs) My kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, but where are the alcohols? But it was, it was, it's, people said, what what were you going to Toronto for? And I was like, this is a very modern statement, but I'm going to Toronto to watch a podcast. Yeah. Yes. And so recently, and we you just did also, that too. Yeah, yeah. people, like people to were very confused. People yes. like to have their little jokes. They're like, "Don't you know you can listen to it for free?" No, people are confused. They think it's going to be like four people looking at <laughs> yeah. two people, <laughs> like in a talk. sound booth. Yes, a hundred percent is what people thought oy, I was oy, doing. Oy, oy, oy. Like, no, it's a three thousand no, seat yeah, theater. You're going to a performance. You're going to like a theater. You're going to a play, essentially. That's the Mayfair Theater Podcast Live. Anytime someone wants to drop by, <laughs> usually it's in the afternoon at the Mayfair around 2 or so. Just come to Josh's Kitchen, stake it come, out, yeah, guys. Come right now. It could be at the window. At the window, cheering. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's an interesting phenomena of... But I felt good because I've gotten so much free entertainment from these guys that yeah. I paid for a ticket. I would have bought a shirt, but didn't have any. But yeah. Rude. I've had the, the tiniest little thing of, there you go. Thanks for all the free that you've yeah. given me. Yeah, they've brought me joy for years. Yeah. But, but you guys went to see, like, a serious podcast, didn't no. you? No. no. Wasn't it a murder podcast? Murder. murder. But it's a funny murder but podcast. it's a, a murder slash comedy podcast, because I only like slashies. Yes. My favorite murder. Yeah. For murderinos. Yeah, that's, that's what fans. fans of the podcast... What are fans of the Flophouse called? Floppers. 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 Okay, cute. They keep on flopping in the free world. Oh, that's But me. they did a lot of extra. They, they Each of the boys did, like, a humorous PowerPoint presentation before... And then afterwards, they, did they a Q and A. They warmed up the crowd themselves with there was a PowerPoint. Yeah, nothing gets me warm yeah. like a PowerPoint. Ooh, getting, Just show me that deck. Getting that deck together. Ooh. The best was Elliot doing your fades, doing your star wipes. Mm. Oh, there's no star wipes. <laughs> Elliot very nicely, very very sweet said. If you come to ask a question, just make sure that it's a question you think people would want to hear. Uh, we love you guys. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you coming. We know you like us, and we, we're we're, yeah. we're flattered. And Don't tell us that. That's going to waste time. We've we got to get out of here. Yes. On cue. Oh, of course. The first woman up proceeds <laughs> to for, I mean, you know, three what? minutes feels what like ten minutes, but it was like it was ten minutes. ten minutes of her going, "Welcome to Toronto. Oh, Thanks so much for coming." And, and you can see the guys on stage just kind of, you know, and none of them were, you know, roast comic enough to be like, "Shut up," you know. <laughs> But that it was the first person after he very nice said don't do it, but it made me re- remind me anytime we have a like a high end Q and A at the Mayfair, mm-hmm. some some documentary or political film, yeah. the person will be there. There'll be a nice packed house, and somebody in the audience will tell their life story oh, and then say, "So what's your next film?" or "What was your inspiration?" and just like it's like five questions, but preceded by, "I'm really smart too." <laughs> yeah. 
And it drives and me nuts. And I stand in the back in theaters our, cringing. Like our beautiful moment of connection, and now we're going to be best friends forever and fall in love. And it is, but everyone else is also here, and they are not having this moment of connection. Oh, I feel, I, it's well, so uncomfortable. An open microphone is really an invitation to people who feel like they're never being heard. Yes. To have like a built-in locked audience, and mm-hmm. like you guys have to listen to this of, now of their idol. Yeah. You see sometimes at a you know a book signing or something where they're just like you got to keep going, you got to move it along, because this person only has so much time. And as much yeah. as they appreciate you buying their book, I'm sure they can't talk to you for 45 minutes because there's a hundred people behind you who also want to meet Stephen King. You know. That's why they have their publicist there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I move along. Push, push, push. Yeah. Yeah. You see, anytime it's like a nerd thing, there's the publicist or like an assistant, and they're the bad cop. Yeah. So they're the one who are pushing you along. They're the one who, if you want to ask a favor, they're like, I'm sorry. They're the right. one who, if you if you give them the manuscript, they take it and kind of look at you and they're like, sure, and put in the garbage yes. bin, you know? But they're, yes. they're the bad guy. I got Bruce Campbell to sign his book and sign my friend's wedding card. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And he, he was great. He was very nice. When I introduced myself, I had my filmmaker badge on, and I said, pleasure to meet you, Bruce. And he said, pleasure to meet you, Josh. And that I didn't faint was Woo! astounding. But then I just basically said, my friends are getting married in a couple months. They're both big fans. Would you mind? Just don't say anything. Just put your name. And he put, you know, congratulations. Stay groovy, Bruce. But I swear before he did it, he looked over his shoulder Uh. and made sure his, like, publicist wasn't looking at him and quickly gave me the double autograph. Because I think his publicist was, like, one per person, one per person. And that's fair because if somebody walks up with ten DVDs and three books and whatever, but... All the things you've ever made. Yeah, in the history of everything. But yeah, it was fun. I will go see more live podcasts of people I like. Travel five hours by train, four hours Mm -hmm. by train. Worth it. Yeah, I want to get them here. But you and I have also... Yes. Not even the first time we've gone for a movie podcast. Yeah, Doug loves movies. We need to see that too. That was a good time as well. All these people that we know we do want to get is a Mayfair, but it's difficult. They're very busy. You look at Doug's schedule, it's insane. It's, Ottawa's a pretty small market, too. Yeah, you got to get them when they're at Just for Laughs in Montreal. Exactly. And before they go home. And it's definitely not in the wintertime. Like, no. just speaking from concert-wise. Yeah. Anything in, in, like, Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa, nothing comes to, like, town mm-hmm. between the months of December to, like, let's say April. And then April... I always look at my ins- my calendar, my Google calendar, and mm-hmm. it's like seven concerts a week for like at least a month. I gotta cram it all in. So let's actually be good podcast hosts and talk about what's screening this week. We're recording this on October 26th, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get this up tomorrow. Friday. Uh, early afternoon. Right, so Friday. if you, if you listen to this right away, you'll be good. But starting the 27th. So October 27th to November 2nd, I mentioned we have Battle of the Sexes, mm-hmm. which we got really fast. I heard that's amazing. It looks I'm good. super excited I'm to watch it. real into it. Emma Stone, I, I remember seeing, I'm not a sports person, but I remember seeing footage you? of this. I know. Of <laughs> Billie Jean King? Yeah, of the, like some yeah. sports documentary or something. Yeah. And she, she and Steve Carell are great, but she has it down. Like, she, just the little mannerisms and the way she's moving. Nice. And, and the hair helps and the, the glasses help. But, yeah, her and Steve Carell, true story. And I've, I saw her on Colbert, maybe, plugging this movie. And we kind of forget the world is still obviously a horrible place. 
Especially entertainment wow. industry. A horrible Uplifting thing. podcast. I know. There's, there's so much great I love, but, you know, every, now we're cursed. Every time we talk about movies now, it's mm-hmm. it's everything. In, it, movies are horrible. We've always known that. But uh, or the movie industries are yeah, always horrible. Okay. Movies are movies great. Movies are great. The people who Unfortunately, make there's a horrible yes. dichotomy yeah. of movie magic and the things behind it. But this Battle of the Sexes, which wasn't that long ago. It was like 40 years ago or something like yes. that was giant news of this this man versus woman and and this kind of he was purposefully a character almost he, he was, was almost a like troll. he was like Andrew Dice Clay yeah. you know like absolutely he was egging women on basically yeah. to be like just a jerk but his well, idea worked in the sense that it sold a lot of tickets and got oh, the attention publicly. like he needed money he's like washed up she's like an active competitor like they're not really at the same level hell no and he he was like done at the time already right? yeah, yeah so. but it's it's one of those movies where it's always interesting when you know the ending of the movie yeah. and they still make a good movie which is most biopics you know but that's what i i always think of all the president's men the gold standard for that because you're you know what's gonna happen and yet they bring so much tension out of like will they get enough sources to be able to publish yes yeah. the board i just sounded boring oh. right now <laughs> i just sounded boring and yet when you're watching it you're holding your breath you're like will dustin hoffman get one more source Dustin. i always want them to just change it just change the ending <laughs> oh <laughs> of a real life thing nixon got away with it uh, <laughs> just like, incredible i feel the same way about books say like harry potter I know it would make people insane, oh, don't but just change, change the, kill, kill a different person. They you know? do that a little bit. Uh, here's a, an example of a wonderful filmmaking. Yes. They do that a little bit in the last Twilight movie. Oh, oh did they? Lord. Oh, that's good. I, I yeah. think that's a good idea. Yeah. Surprise people. Well, yeah, and then it's tur- like it turns out to not be what happened, but like they show like this massive battle. Oh, okay. That yeah. does not happen in the book, and like every character dies. Every character dies. Limbs yeah. are flying in every direction. Oh, I remember that. I think that was insane. And when you're watching it, you're Hong like, Kong. holy, they are going for it. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, someone's head, they, well, it's, it's all, like that's decapitated. You, in, in that like world, it's how you kill vampires. You have to oh. rip them limb from limb. I gotta see. I've never seen a Twilight movie. You're not missing You're anything. not missing I, I'll see it one day. One day somebody will be doing a riff on it. You'll or, be on a plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, it is, like, it's got some good talent behind it. Acting-wise, yes. yeah. director-wise. Yeah. Bill Conan, who did the acting is Candyman and Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters. Yeah, no, oh. like he just made a ton is... of money directing Beauty and the Beast. He's a yeah. good director. Yeah, the first one is Catherine Hardwick, and I really like her movies. Yeah, Michael Sheen's in it. I love Michael yeah. Sheen. Yeah, he's over the top in the yeah. movie. but over everything the about top. them is over the top, or like not Edward. or sleepwalking, or Ed, sleepwalking. On, on the heels things. of that, who's the vampire? Edward. I, we just had a Robert movie. Pattinson, Robert Pattinson. Good, Robert time. good time was so, so good. good. You're like, oh, you're a real actor, and he's worked with Cronenberg a couple times. Good time was a, a heist movie we just had. Him oh, and his brother. Natalie, you missed something special. It, I love heist. It was a, a, a crime doesn't pay movie, which I love. Yeah. The whole movie, you're just sitting but there crime going, crime does pay. You're, oh, not in this movie, it didn't. Ooh. Oh, it is. Just because it's worked for you so and your crime stressful. empire. And he's <sighs> so good. He plays this kind of con man but oh, he's so like good. weighing it over his head but you see like his, you can see the wheels turning constantly where he's trying to like figure out how to get out of each new situation that he cool. gets himself into it's yeah good. darn I missed that we also have Loving Vincent which looks if I have this right it's the first painted film it's painting and, wow. and not like CG so no, like but oh. not like rotoscoping like it's I believe different. it's it's rotoscoped 
but with from a painting painting so so it's like actors filmed on video but then they went through and i don't know what you would paint on like is it digital maybe no maybe it's digital maybe it's i don't yeah i don't know yeah you could be digital but yeah, it looks beautiful. It's uh, it looks like a Van Gogh painting. Okay, is it was it, playing at TIFF when we were. Is it a biography of Vincent Van Gogh? Yes, oh, I believe so. Yeah, so we have that coming up. Is someone Josephine? Who plays Josephine? I think it happens after he dies. Oh. oh. Chris O'Dowd's in it. I know that. Okay. I like cool. Chris O'Dowd. I like him. Me, me too. And then we have Victor Crowley, which just makes me laugh because it's a, it's a horror franchise movie. It's it's Hatchet. You know Hatchet. Oh. It's Hatchet Part Four, but it's. We're playing it. We were so overpacked with Halloween. We're playing it November first and second. So this is like a Halloween epilogue. It's like you want more Halloween. We got more Halloween. You don't have to stop now. Yeah, more in and, the middle of the week. I mean, and it's another yeah. example of I guess the director has been touring a little bit, where we you know put up the poster and I love you know I, I know they mean well, but it's like is the director going to be there? And I'm always like, well, we would have put that in the press release. You know, we would have uh. we wouldn't keep that secret. Surprise. But so Victor is um it's Kane Hodder who is like four or five Jasons. Oh, all right. And oh. now he's done four. Yeah. Of these, so he he's, now he's hatcheting. He's hatcheting. So yeah, so that's that's if you, if you need more Halloween, another dose of Halloween, Victor Crowley. I'm excited, morbidly curious. We have Mother this week. Mother oh. exclamation point. Mother. Which even on the poster that we we used on the flyer, they did. You- a very different one than the one I normally see. Oh yeah. Well, this one is yes. the, the one that has good reviews, and then like people are gonna hate it. Reviews. Yes. They they did that one. The other one was like the painted one, but yeah. I found the font harder to read on our the, little the flyer. The one that I normally see is the one that is like sunnier. Yes. Like it's sort of like outdoorsy and sunny and painterly, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you have this like blood red poster. But that, that one had a like, really weird. Really... Find it. And also, sometimes it, it just doesn't fit on the little box sometimes yeah. on well, the internet. You gotta prepare yourself because people are gonna be having some reactions. It's. His films are either. We're talking about Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky <laughs> are like nightmare inducing. Yes. Yeah. Stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Stunning. When I saw Black Swan, I didn't realize it was. Even if you say it was like dream sequence, but I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was like fantastical. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be a, a, a biopic about a dancer, and it was going to be rough and evil and backstabbing. Yeah. And then oh. the stuff started happening. Yeah, <laughs> and like, uh-oh, psychological and thriller. What's the? I, I blanked it from my mind because I was so scared for like, what's the one where the don't do drugs Requiem movie? Wrecking for a dream. Well, That's my movie. Yeah, I was like, I'm not doing. Oh, special appearance by my puppy dog, Gypsy. You'll hear some clickety-clicks in the background. Hey, You'll hear some howling she's, she's, checking she's checking in. She's checking in, and she's leaving. Bye. She's not into it. Requiem for a Dream, I was like, I'm not taking aspirin anymore. I'm not. Like, it was... <laughs> oh, it was so depressing. It was... Before that, did you have a real diet pill problem? Oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was popping pills. But it was just... It was so depressing for everybody. Oh, like yes. so yeah. well done. It's but... bleak. And then the wrestler, of course. The wrestler, but like his movies are so strange. Like I remember when I saw, the Fountain. Yeah. The Fountain is stunning. I beautiful. like the Fountain. Yeah. He used micro. It's look. There's a bunch of it set in space, Natalie. So you <gasps> missed space. Space I trees. Love space. space trees. But they used micro photography. You I got can't it. Speak, <laughs> of chemical reactions oh, to make what space would look like. Okay. It is stunningly beautiful and is horrible 
Like, it is not a good movie. Oh. It makes no sense. Okay. And I was into it. Afterwards, <laughs> I saw it with my best friend, and we sat in total silence. Because we both were convinced <laughs> that the other person thought it was brilliant. Oh. Right. And, like, so we couldn't let on that we thought it was stupid. And then, at a certain point, neither of us could take it anymore. We both just burst out laughing. Oh, <laughs> we like, what have we watched? And this one, especially because Jennifer Lawrence, who's been on such this... Like, mm-hmm. she, she's a baby. And she's young. She's Think what? about that. What? She's like... Think about that. That's crazy. She's, what, 25? She's a kid, right? 27? 27. She's and she's already got, like, 10 Oscars. So Exaggeration. She got one... But she's been nominated four yeah. times and has won. Well, she's very good. She's great. She's great. And yeah. so... But she's been on this role where every year she has an Oscar nomination. <laughs> so everybody's thought this was going to be that. Oh, no. And... Maybe it's it yeah. There's definitely still maybe, but I, it, it's it's. But it, the mo- the movie it, is the movie asks uh, a lot. Of yeah, you. the movie apparently is I mean, a lot. I haven't seen it, but from what I've heard, based on podcasts, yes, people are disturbed. Oh yeah, well, and I, but I've heard people well who hated it. Yeah, it's one of those movies, and people who loved it, okay. both from podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see what allow happens. Allow me to tell you guys something. It was discussed in pretty good detail in a sermon at my church. Whoa. Whoa. Interesting. Yeah. Why? So because that of demons? In your brain pans. Because of demons? We also talked about Noah, though. I mean, he because his last movie was Noah, so maybe that's... I forgot What's that he did Noah. Noah. Yeah, Noah. I did not like Russell Noah. Crow. He plays Noah. It's not good. As in it's beautiful the boat again. Guy? Yeah, yeah, he makes yeah, a boat, boat they put guy. animals on it, the whole <laughs> thing. I mean, David Aronofsky really only makes movies about one thing, which is obsession. <gasps> and so like in Noah, it's Get a, out of he's my obsessed. brain. He's a, he's a he's a homicidal environmentalist. Who is? Noah in the movie Noah. Yeah. Like he what? like they only eat vegetables. Oh. <laughs> and when, like, if they see, like, a person who kills an animal, they kill that person. Like, I'm they kind are, of into this. It's yeah. very <laughs> intense. And also has very cool animals because they're, like, So you're saying this movie is vegan. Blood. This movie yes. is pro-vegans. I'm into it. And has cool-looking things, like all like all Darren Aronofsky movies. Interesting. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe. And Hermione is his daughter. Oh, yeah, neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so and I think it's funny because it's called Mother Exclamation Point. Point. Mother. So that'll be on the marquee. But twenty years oh. ago, Mother was with Albert Brooks. Oh right, that's a very <laughs> different movie. So when you type in Mother to IMDb, you yeah. get Aronofsky and Albert Brooks now. Yeah, right. And Those so you get one poster filmmakers. with with adorable Debbie Reynolds and her son, Cute. and then on the other one you get this crazy movie. So I'm always interested how movies. I mean, something, like, you can't call a movie Batman, but any, like, Crash. You could call a movie yeah. Bat hyphen. The Batman. Hyphen Spaceman. Spider, yeah. Spider-Man. Mr. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. But Crash is my favorite example, where yes. one is this yeah. horrible, I, I think maybe one of the worst movies ever to win Best Picture. Yes. Maybe the worst. The Paul Haggis one. Yeah, yes. the Paul Haggis one. Or it's Canadian Sex and Car Crashes. I love that one. Yeah. That but two movies, ours. complete opposite ends of the scale, and they're both called Crash. Mm-hmm. If you're at the video, no difference. If you're at the video yeah. store back in the day, you just see them both sitting on the. Sh- how many people rented? How many Oprah book club people? Oh, oh. god, yeah. Because I remember I Oprah so. made a big deal about Crash. For some reason, I remember oh. watching that episode. Oy. And so it made a lot Home of box from office. From school that day, Josh. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and uh, but how many? How many people picked up? Right. Sex and car crashes. Yeah, instead absolutely. Of yeah, so so same thing now. People are gonna. 
People who just found their favorite movie. That's how funny. many people are going to be coming thinking we're showing a retrospective of Debbie Reynolds and by mistake... <laughs> Some sort of uh, Albert Books film They're going to be yeah. mortified. Yeah. Ooh, they're going to walk out. I'm wondering because... Like I remember... when I saw Pan's Labyrinth and people came in with oh, their children. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And no. I, I looked them in the eyes and I went, no. Like, I didn't, you know, when you do the, like, the cut motion on yeah. you. Yeah. Like, I did that. I went, no. Deadpool. And? I went to see Deadpool. And, and was... then when they left, they turned to look at me and they were like, oh. Yeah. Oh, you were right, lady. You tried to warn us. I was like, I know yes, it seems like it's a fantasy, my, but it's rated hard R for a reason. My boss brought her, like, nine-year-old to Deadpool, and oh, I looked at her a comic book, in <laughs> horror, Ours and she didn't something. even think it was that bad or whatever. Oof. There's, like, crazy like, sex and me? decapitations. Yep. yep. Yeah, people. About a year ago, and a couple of... I think I've told this story recently, but a couple of kids tried to sneak into The Shining. Oh. And I felt so old and bad. And they were very nice kids. But they came up and they were like Simpsons voice. They were like, they were like <laughs> can, I, can I one please for The Shining? And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't let you in. And he didn't even try to argue. He went, okay, oh. thank you. His friend came up. He tried. I was like, guys, I can't. I said, you might have lovely parents, but they might get mad at us. We could yeah. get in trouble. It's even like a one in a million, but it could yeah. happen. We could get in big trouble. Then, because girls are smarter than boys, the girl sure. came up and she went, how close were we? And I was like, not even close. <laughs> and she laughed. And I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. Were they trying to make it like they were old enough they, to go they, they were trying to be 18. Oh, well. And they looked like 12 and were 14 probably. Yeah. But yeah, every once in a while, you're like, no, can't let you in. It's also available like yeah. online. You, like, do you well, mean like... Yeah. Yes, you now that you look the But it's cooler page. to see it at the Mayfair. Right. It is cooler. Also the pop. Okay, you have... I feel like you have one more movie. We got one more about. movie and then we'll wrap things up. Very important. It is our annual three-night screening of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, hello. So, Friday the 27th, Saturday the 28th, and then Halloween night. Cool. That's what I'm doing. That's why I can't do anything else on Halloween. Got you. That's why I can't go to the party with... Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'll be at the Mayfair. It'll be fun. It, it's... Uh, Absent Friends Shadow Cast. Nice. Fun. Almost Broadway style because they're doing two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, three shows on Halloween. Wow. So that's seven. Three? Yeah. Three Damn. shows on Halloween. We do a midnight show on a weeknight. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. We're already selling fast. If you hear this on Friday, feel free to come and buy tickets if you want them for Halloween because we... What time does the box office open? Box office opens half an hour before the first screening of the day. Excellent. Like it says on the website, people. Come on. <laughs> but it's, it's super fun. The Absent Friends are amazing. It's And it's very interesting nowadays. It's very nice. Very nerd nice where the movie's 40 years old. Mm. So you might have some 60-year-olds who went there to see, who saw it when they were 20. Oh, and then you have 14-year-olds because it's only rated 14. Ah. So 14-year-olds, you can come to this one. But it's... Uh, Thanks. It, it'll be crazy. Ooh. And it is the blessing and the curse. We love Rocky Horror. We love the Absent Friend Shadow cast. I would love if on Halloween we could play Halloween oh, or Psycho Halloween. or Nightmare Before Christmas. No, we can't play that. Sorry. Nightmare on Elm Street. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> we play... can't play Nightmare Before Christmas. No. no that's, a, silly. that's a Christmas movie. But for the foreseeable future, we got to play Rocky Horror on Halloween because we... That's our, it's a cash cow and a good tradition. Well, yes, it's good to have traditions. And uh, it's fun that people still think that there was a time when somebody threw a toaster through the screen. Oh my god! Complete urban legend that I believed at one point okay, that people yeah. still ask me about. And we don't know where it started, but it got out there. Somebody <laughs> thinks it started. But, I love a good rumor. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Let's keep it going. But yeah, so that'll be, and that'll wrap up the Halloween season. And then we'll have 
The Room Madness about a month later. Yay! Yeah. Rocks and Amy. Yeah. yeah. Our like, friends our are coming friends from Montreal. Home. We get to hang out with Greg Sestero for three days. Oh, of course. And then it's Christmas time. And I will say we booked our Saturday morning cartoons. I commented, apologize, because I always say you shouldn't do Christmas things before Halloween. But I announced that in December, we're screening the 14th, which is crazy. December 14th. No, no, sorry. The 14th Saturday morning cartoons on December 16th. Mm -hmm. And it will be a holiday-themed that's fun. Grouping. Saturday, December sixteenth, yeah. yeah. holiday themed cartoons and all you can eat cereal. Yeah. Well, people will be lining up for that. Put oh, on your pajamas. Yes. Bring us presents. Well, just don't take oh, out of your pajamas. Cute. We will indeed have a vegan friendly cereal mm. and soy milk and all that stuff. Yum. On the off chance that you're allergic to everything, do feel free to bring your own cereal. A couple folks do that. Smart. And a reasonably sized bowl. Do not bring a bowl <laughs> the size of a witch's cauldron. Salad bowl. A, a couple teenagers came in with like, you know, big green like salad oh, bowls. Oh. And I looked at them and I was like, guys, no, no. And they knew. And I was like, no. They were like, LOL. I was like, that would be like two boxes of cereal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we did it. We talked about stuff. We talked about this week's movies. Yeah. We Thanks for it. dropping by, guys. No problem. no problem. Now you're official like guest host. Yeah, um, this is on our the second wiki, outing. On the wiki for the yeah, yeah, podcast, yeah. we're going to yeah. get our own little page now because we're, we have yeah, two we'll, we'll appearances. Have a, we'll be in the subsection. Yeah, and the super fans who like keep track of the guests. That's right. Might have another yeah. guest next week. We'll sign the guest book. I was chatting with a cool local comic artist guy who's cool. a bigger fan, so we'll get him to drop by. Totally. If, if Lee's still exhausted and yelling at people trying to get us more screenings of Disaster Artists or something like that. Well, then, yeah. It's a worthy battle. <laughs> thanks for listening everybody check out social media we're all over the place and uh, we'll see you soon for Rocky Horror stuff and The Room and before you ask me a question online just read the above thing it's probably answered there probably a good idea yeah thanks everybody bye, bye. in a society driven to extremes two people met by accident Were you badly hurt? I think we saw each other at the hospital. You haven't told me where we're going. I haven't. James Ballard has been seduced into a secret world. The car crash is a liberation of sexual energy. Where the only way to connect is to crash. That's the future, Ballard. It's something we are all intimately involved in. Why are the police taking this so seriously? They have no idea who we really are. Now, they'll do anything. Describe it to me. To feed their obsession. Is there something here that interests you? This interests me. From the provocative bestseller by J.G. Ballard comes a film directed by David Cronenberg. James Spader, Holly Hunter, Elias Coteus, Deborah Cara Unger, and Rosanna Arquette. Crash. You coming?